This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. A lot has happened in seven days when it comes to T. Higgins, the wide receivers, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. How is this team going to pay all these players to a little bit of optimism? Uh, Radio Row was happening in Phoenix, Arizona this week, and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins out there. I think they're sporting Pepsi, Old Spice, getting those interviews in with a lot of the NFL networks. And, of course, they're going to be talk, talking about their future in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, the contract, um, wanting to be here in Cincinnati. And I think Jamar Chase's quote really got a lot of Bengals fans excited. He said the other day on NFL Networks, it was actually on Wednesday, that Joe Burrow knows how he wants to set up his contract to keep his weapons around him. And he says that Burrow's contract will work itself out. We've heard from plenty of Bengals fans, and they said, well, what if he worked it out like a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady, and he's able to get the wide receivers paid, and maybe it's an eight- to ten-year contract, uh, depending on what the outlook of that would look like. What did you take away from Jamar Chase's comments yesterday? Yeah, there's multiple ways to look at it. Um, I think one could be that, the long-term deal where you're still probably setting the market, but you're doing it over such a long period of time that it ends up working out to being a pretty favorable deal for the team. When you look at Patrick Holmes' deal, it ends up being favorable for the team. It's $50 million a year. Yeah, guys are going to push over that because the cap expands, and now you have guys that are going to push for 55 56 Eventually, they're going to push for $60 million a year. And you're, you've got Mahomes locked in at 50. So you've now got a bargain that one of, if not the best quarterback in the league, doesn't cost us the most in the league. He's not re-upping his contract every other year. When you look at Burrow, that's one way you think about it. The other is maybe he does the Tom Brady type thing where he doesn't take as much money, but I don't want to put that on him because that's just, in my mind, he's very competitive. He probably wants the biggest contract in the league just as a symbol of like, yeah, I'm the best. Maybe he doesn't care as much about it. We don't know. We don't know him enough to say either way. I'm not going to blast him for either one. He could help the team or he could, you know, I'm never against a player trying to make their money. So if he wants to make his money and there's a way to Tetris this situation to have his contract hit the, these years and the wide receivers contracts hit early or something, I don't know, but that's just uh that's my thoughts on the Joe Burrow. How can he make this work for everybody? I think you could take that two ways. And the third way is probably just Jabbar Chase going like, please. <laughs> it's less about, you know, I think Joe Burrow's going to do this. And he's more like, please, Burrow, let me keep T on the other side. <laughs> yeah, no. And we actually talked about it right when the season ended. We were talking about the core of this team. And we mentioned T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow. And I think a lot of people, maybe even going into the season, thought, how in the world are you going to pay T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow? I think Bengals fans, I think people outside, you could say the national media, local media, everyone involved when you think of the outlook of how they're going to be able to pay superstars. And I've always just kind of felt optimistic because I felt like the Brown family made a lot of surprising moves last offseason and by surprising just stuff that they've never done before when they sold the stadium name 
um, that's different for them. And and they're getting money off of it. There was jokes that it's Paycor, Payjo Stadium. It's Paycor Stadium. And it, it makes sense all the money you make from that. The gates, the sponsorships behind the scenes. They have the bubble. They're going to have the practice facility. And, and that's all getting sponsored. So I do think a lot of things behind the scenes, they were getting ready for what was going to happen after the, the season three for Joe Burrow. And you could even say T. Higgins, Logan Wilson, other guys that they're going to end up paying. Maybe not everybody this offseason. And, and maybe it's more of next year. Um, a lot of players like I don't want to play on that um that that year contract where I'm only making four million dollars when I can get an extension and you know T Higgins I feel like is a little bit different we haven't heard T Higgins um say too much about the contract until yesterday when he said you know he'd like to be or till today and he said he'd like to be here for the long haul um he likes what's happening in Cincinnati and that's always awesome you want to hear from your wide receivers at the same time I agree with you I think Bengals fans win that contract is official. And I do feel like it's going to be this off season because the Bengals want to get it done. Joe wants to get it done. I want everyone to not freak out when they see the number and think, well, how in the world are they going to pay him? Or, you know, maybe it is kind of friendly how it is put together. And it's kind of a Patrick Mahomes types, but it's definitely going to be more than what Patrick is making just because of that's what the quarterback market is now, but understand Joe deserves every dime. Um, you know, it's exciting to hear these players talk about that and you want to keep Jamar and, and T together. But also, I've, I've said it before, Joe took this team in two full NFL seasons of his, not counting his rookie year, to the Super Bowl and an AFC title game. And I know a lot of franchises would say, he didn't get you a Super Bowl ring. He didn't win a Super Bowl ring. You're OK with doing that. Did you see where this franchise franchise was before that? Um, it was a huge deal if they could win a playoff game. And now it's the expectations to play in AFC title games in back-to-back years. And I do think they can do more. Um, so I, you know, I'm optimistic that Joe's gonna get paid a big, huge number this offseason. But I do feel a certain way and maybe a little different and optimistic that they're gonna maybe be able to pay T. Um, they va- they value the wide receiver position and the quarterback position more than any other. Yeah, and like we've talked about, when you think of the Bengals' blue chip talent, it's the three guys. It's Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, obvious too. Who's the third guy? Both of us, it's T. Higgins. Maybe you try to argue it's Logan Wilson or somebody like that. But that, look, in my opinion, T. Higgins is a just – he's a better player than Logan Wilson at their respective positions. It's its fine to you know argue about, well, now you don't have a guy on defense that you're for sure going to pay, all these other things. What's the – all that. To me, you pay your blue chip talent. That's – Unless you can't, unless unless it really causes an issue of you have so many guys that you can't pay them. But I don't think the Bengals do, because when you think about all their talent, a lot of it is these guys are really good at their role or they're very good starters, but it's not somebody you need to pay. I guess DJ Reader would be a blue chip talent, but he's also nearing 30, although I would probably still extend because I think nose tackles age well. Uh, so, yeah, it, I think you pay your blue chip talent and you figure the rest out. That's what I would do. And T Higgins is one of the three blue chip talents, young blue chip talents on the team. Would you, well, of course you're going to probably say yes, but when you look at how you're going to get these contracts over this off season and next year, I think the main focus, um, I, I do feel like it's a different position than Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson, they never gave him a real nice supporting cast. And that's unfortunate. And, you know, I feel like these are two different situations. But me personally, I think Joe's gets done this offseason. I don't think it's something that rolls into next year. And I 
I would, wouldn't be surprised if it gets all the way to right before training camp and it's not done. They do like to get their deals done during training or right before training camp starts. So um, that wouldn't be too surprising. But do you think that they can get T and Joe done this offseason? I think they could. Yeah. Um, I think they're just going to focus on Joe for the most part early on until that's done. You're probably getting a feel for what T wants and whatnot, but you, you focus on Burrow because you're going to make everything work off of that. You're not going to make Burrow work off of Higgins or Wilson or whoever. Um, so yeah, to me, I think there's no issue in being able to extend both this off season. The only question I guess would be the amount of cash they have and how much they have to spend, but that's why you sold the stadium. I would love to know more of the numbers behind the scenes and how much money they were making off of uh, the different gate numbers and um, the stadium name altogether. It just for me personally, I think there's a reason it happened last year. Um, it wasn't right away when Joe uh, was drafted and it just made sense to kind of build off of that this whole entire year. And this team made money last year when this team went to the Super Bowl. So all of that is just for the future of what you're going to get with Joe Burrow. Then it gets into the, the following season where you could end up extending T Higgins or you do the franchise tag and you talk extension with Jamar Chase. Um, so it, it's kind of into those conversations. Do you try and get both done this off season or do those talks just really begin with T Higgins agent going into next off season and trying to get it done? So, you know, I feel like there's a lot of optimism and, you know, it's really cool. One of my favorite things, and I've said it before, there's people who come to town, um, Ty Dunn, he actually writes for Go Long and he always has a lot of good feature pieces. And it's just one of my favorite NFL writers. And he had asked me, he was coming into Cincinnati. He's like, what's a what's a good storyline with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd or something with this offense? And he was asked me in September uh, that I could write about. And I was like, honestly, I think it's their friendship. I think the way that these guys are, the way they play together on and off the field, it's, you know, really cool to see. We, we saw it at the Pro Bowl last week, having uh, Tyler and T in the stands watching Jamar Chase. And he was the first one that went over there when he threw the ball to T. And I think that stuff matters. They're always together. And of course, the paycheck is going to matter. And I still think the Bengals are going to pay both of them. Um, but I, I think just kind of their connection relationship that you see on and off the field is huge for this team too and what they have with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's giving me pause on the whole friendship thing is it feels like Bates and Burrow are pretty good friends. <laughs> they are. They are really good friends. They on are. the UFC so events great. together. And I think they had another picture together. They <laughs> did. They're hanging out. So that, yes, they are very good friends. And I think that does help things. Um, does not mean the world because it Bates is not coming it, back. It doesn't, but I do feel like this is this is a different situation because of the position, and 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 that has been brought up with the with the Jesse Bates situation when it comes to money, and they're like, well, they they could they wouldn't pay Jesse Bates, and he has his agent. How are they going to pay T Higgins? And I think it's just different positions that this team values. Um, I would say I feel a little better about what they're going to be able to do, and I I never really doubted that they couldn't pay all three of them. Um, I was just leaning towards, I'm like, oh, it'll probably be Joe and Jamar. We'll see what T. I'd really like it to happen. But I don't know. I feel a little different about the situation and, and more optimistic that all three are going to get done on offense. No reason not to be optimistic until we start getting reports about uh, uh, when you start getting the T's asking prices too high and 
then T fires back like they're not offering me the guaranteed money I'm looking for. You know, just the Jesse Bates whole thing, just playing back out. I don't want to relive that. Honestly, that was two long years of all of that. And the, the thing is, Jesse's going to get paid. It's just it's just not going to be in Cincinnati. I want to bring up Tyler Boyd because that is a conversation. I think a lot of people are like, well, if they bring T back, are they going to find a way to keep Tyler long-term? And obviously Tyler's getting up there. He's going to get up there in age. What do you think the outlook looks like for Tyler Boyd with this offense? I think um, as long as his contract is what it is, I think he's here. I do think there is a big question over whether he gets another deal. I don't, I, I would say no. I think if, especially if you pay T, if you pay Jamar and you pay T, you're probably not playing, paying Boyd as well. Heck, you have people saying they won't even pay Jamar and T together. They definitely won't pay all three. Um, I do think they'll pay two, but and I think it'll be Jamar and T. So he's also nearing that age where you don't know if you want to give that deal back out. Uh, the Bengals seem to be loyal. Yes, uh, they also. I mean, when you look at it, they've done it before, but I just I feel like they have the talent in there that they will probably let him walk and try to find a replacement uh, after his contract is up. Yeah, I, I wonder what that looks like this year, because, again, you're thinking ahead when it comes to the wide receiver room and the weapons. We already went through that last year, right before the trade deadline, when Jamar was out for a few games. You know, who's going to step up? Luckily, Trent Irwin did. You have Trent Taylor. But I would still say in the wide receiver room right now, it's not going to be in the first round. And I doubt if it's going to be in the second round just due to this wide receiver class. But I think it's important to start looking at wide receiver weapons. Maybe it's in the middle of this draft coming up or it's a free agent no big name it's not going to be obj and i don't think they're going to bring hotel beckham jr in or anything crazy like that but i think it's important to kind of look at that fourth wide receiver and that's still something that i feel like this team needs to address yeah and i think something they could be looking at if they're looking for the future of tyler boyd they might get a guy that might be a little bit undersized or a guy that can just play the slot because those guys are easier to find in those middle rounds than guys that can win on the outside where you would have to replace a t higgins so we'll see um i do think they could use another talented wide receiver you could always use more of those but I think it's more of a future thing than it is an immediate thing, especially because Trent Irwin seems like he could step into anybody's role and play it at a adequate, uh, you know, a solid level. I'll never forget the Kenny Galladay hype train. Galladay. Galladay. That was wild to think about going into the Jamar Chase draft that, I mean, it was going to be the end of the world if he didn't play here. And that was probably the best decision. And I honestly don't think the Bengals had any interest in that situation. I think that was more of a social media hype than it was with anything on, on the Bengals side. But I think it worked out just fine for him getting Jamar Chase with that fifth pick. Kenny made his money and uh, doesn't have yeah. to do much. Good for him. And we support getting paid on this podcast. So here <coughs> the players are getting paid, uh, but, but all good. But yeah, optimistic stuff. Um, I'm actually pumped to get into free agency and hopefully we see a couple contract extensions happening over the next few months. But next we got to talk Super Bowl because it is Super Bowl weekend and a look ahead to the Hall of Fame night. Again, we are recording this on a Thursday before everything is final. Ken Riley, Willie Anderson both have a shot to get into the Hall of Fame this year next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.